Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am a registered holistic nutritionist, biohacker, podcaster, content creator, and all the things like that. Today is day three of my birthday giveaway. Day one, I released the box number one. That is the first box filled with prizes that you could win. Yesterday, I released the second box, and these are two different boxes with two different sets of prizes and products in them. They are both now live that you can win. Each box is valued at over 2,200 USD. When you enter through the link, you are automatically entered into both. You could win both or you could win either. And so there will be two winners who will be drawn and you will win either box number one or box number two. So I'm so excited that both of these are live. The response has been so great to see so far. I really encourage you to enter with all of your emails. I really encourage you to do the different like steps on that page that you can do to make more entries. So share it on your Instagram stories or send the link to a friend or email it to somebody or follow any of the brands that are involved, things like that. So the more entries you put in, obviously, the more, the higher the chance you have to win. So I would really do that. This is such a big, big giveaway, and I'm just really, really excited about it. This episode today is all about Kineon or Kineon. I say Kineon, could be Kineon, but this is all about red light therapy and their red light laser device that they have, which is one of my favorites that I use personally myself. So this product is associated with prize box number one. The other ones in that prize box number one are Timeline Nutrition, Glycanage, which I talked about yesterday and the day before, Bioptimizers, Sensate, Prolon, and Zero. So that is the prize number one box. I'm so excited about it. And today's episode, we are going to get into light therapy. This is a really cool device that you could win. This is the device that, like, I'm going to be really honest here. This is a device that I actually use on my ovaries. When I'm sitting at my desk sometimes and I'm like, okay, I want to get some red light therapy in, but I want to work. This is the device that I use. So basically what I do is because it's so small and adaptable to different areas on your body versus a panel of red light, I'm able to literally take the little light, like the three little lights, and I just line them up of where my ovaries are and I just turn them on and I do about 30 minutes. So three sets of 10 minutes and it's perfect. I am a big believer in red light therapy for supporting mitochondria, supporting our cells, and overall just our health in general. There's so many different benefits. And it's really nice to be able to get these benefits without having to stand in front of a panel of lights, which I think is just ridiculous. And it's awesome just to see how innovative this space is becoming in general. I remember when stuff like this came out first on the scene a few years ago, and there was one or two brands, and it just felt so like, how do we even do this? Am I even going to use this after a month type of thing? But it's nice to see like there's different products coming out that like this one that you can strap to your body and really just use it in a much easier, more mobile way. 
like if you have knee pain, right? Like you take this, you strap it around your knee, you push the button because it's charged, you turn it on. It doesn't have to be plugged in. You can put your legs up and watch TV and have it plugged in, whatever you want to do or not plugged in. So it's really cool just to see stuff like this come out. Very innovative, very modern. And I'm really, really here for it because I just think it's so, yeah, it's so good for us. And we don't get it enough. We really, really don't get it enough. So enjoy this episode. If you are interested in buying one of these devices, I think it's worth it. To be honest, I to be honest, I think everyone should have a light therapy device. It's an at-home laser therapy. It helps with lasting pain relief. A lot of people are really swearing by it. I would get this one. I think like I said, like I think it's a very important tool to have in your toolkit. When I have pain, I use it. When I have and that can look that could look so different, right? Like you maybe you sprain your ankle and you use it to help with the inflammation around the ankle. Or like I use it on my ovaries, I find it really helps with that pain and discomfort. My husband has used it when he's been injured from hockey before. So just there's so many different uses. And it's one of those investments that kind of pays itself over time because you only need to get it once and then you have it lasts years and years. And it's it's just so applicable for so many different things. So I really suggest like everyone kind of have a device like this at home. And if you are interested in getting it, I will link it in my show notes. And it's also linked in the blog post that just came out today as well, all about it. You can use my discount code biohackingbrittany and check out. That will save you and give you a discount, which is really nice as well. It kind of makes it easier when you're buying these things that are, you know, a bit of a higher price tag or which I also should suggest you do, or maybe and enter my giveaway so that you can win for free, right? And that's the beauty of the giveaways is like, I get to package up this beautiful box of biohacking tech and gear, and I get to send it to you and you don't have to do anything. <laughs> you get to enjoy all of the products that come. And yeah, the best way to do that is through entering through the link. The winners will be notified by email only. So it won't be on social media at at all. So definitely keep an eye out on your inbox for that when that comes out. The giveaways are open for 12 days. And so it's until September 8th. And then you will know if you win, which is so exciting. I love entering giveaways myself. And I actually have won things before. Like the first time I got my aura ring, I actually won that through an Instagram giveaway from Dave Asprey (laughs) in 2019 or yeah, 2019 it was, it was four and a half years ago. And that's how I got my first aura ring. And then I updated to gen three last year, I think, but, and that honestly, that was such a game changer for me. It was such a game changer getting the aura ring. So that's what it's like when you win something, right? It's so exciting because you took a chance and you won and then you get these products and they just change the game for you. And it's really cool to just be exposed to new brands and new products that can really elevate and optimize your health. Enough of that. Enjoy this podcast episode today. Stay tuned tomorrow for another one. I'm going to just walk you through all of the products that are going to be featured in my giveaways and enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are listening this week. 
This is one of my giveaway episodes. I am doing a big birthday giveaway at the end of August. I'm going to be giving away a ton of different biohacking products, and it is going to be probably one of the biggest ones. Actually, might be the biggest giveaway I've ever done. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be announced on socials and that's how you'll be able to enter through there and by entering your email through a link and I will send you that. So stay tuned. And today we are featuring one of the brands that's associated with that, which is Kineon. And I have the CEO for Smith with me today. This is a technology company with a focus on innovating light therapy, but not necessarily your typical red light therapy. So we're going to get into it. And it's basically kind of like laser light technology. Forrest, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here with you today. Thank you. So I want to know, I mean, before we kind of get into the specifics, so your product is the Move Plus Pro. Now, what is this and how does this work? Let's just start there. It's a great question. Essentially, we've built a medical level laser light therapy, low level laser therapy device that you can use at home. Our goal with this, we've got a mission as a company to improve the quality of life for the largest number of people we can in the most substantial way we can. And our first product is a neuromuscular pain and inflammation device that essentially has taken a dosing model that we've built. And I think without patting myself on the back too much, improved on what's available from a medical device standpoint. And our goal with this again is to get it in as many hands as we can to offer people an alternative to pharmaceuticals for pain and inflammation, because those pharmaceuticals have kind of untold or really unrecognized long-term detriments on the body. But yeah, we've built a, a laser device that actually provides a level of clinical dosing that you can that you can use at home. And our assumption with this was that if we could get the price down for this sub five hundred dollars, where the medical devices in this space that provide a similar level of dosing are fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, and essentially you're only going to see that with professional sports teams and clinics. But this is something that everyone can use in their house and, and really see a benefit from. So. I think we've been lucky enough to kind of achieve our goal from a costing standpoint, and really right now we're just focused on making sure that we're getting it out in front of us as many people as we can, because we've seen amazing results for the users we do have. Right. So I have one of these devices and I use it for a bunch of different things, but when I turn it on, the light that comes from it is red. And so how does it actually differentiate from a typical red light therapy device versus this like laser light technology? Like how is it different, I guess? So we actually do use red light as well. So how we built our model from a dosing standpoint is essentially we identified the photo acceptors that we would like to interact with from the light standpoint. And we know, we know what those are just from the medical literature on this down to the seven or eight different photo acceptors at different levels of tissue. We then identify what level of tissue they're in. And we've built a photon distribution model through tissue to model and then test and optimize for this testing what level of tissue we're interacting with and which photo acceptors we're interacting with at those different tissue levels. And as an example for this, and the reason that we've included the red, there are some benefits that you get from red light therapy that are helpful for increasing the infrared laser benefits as well. And so part of that is infrared and red both interact with heme proteins like hemoglobin and reduce the affinity of nitric oxide for this hemoglobin. So if you have blood cells in this area, you can actually use those blood cells to dump additional nitric oxide into the tissue surrounding. And 
Based on that, it will increase or dilate the size of the, the local cardiovascular tissue and deliver more blood in those areas. And one of the other interesting things it does, and again, this is one that we see both from the infrared and the red, is when you remove much of the nitric oxide from this binding site on the hemoglobin, you can actually carry more, it's competitive binding site for oxygen. So you can actually deliver more oxygen to the area as well. So you've got kind of a double synergistic whammy of increased amount of blood flow coming through and then the, the blood actually delivering more oxygen because it's bound more readily with oxygen in this area. So there's a couple of benefits that the red helps to increase when used in conjunction with the, the infrared. The infrared actually penetrates a little bit further into the tissue and it actually drives the majority from what we've seen and in, in, again from what's out there in the medical literature, it drives most of the downstream signaling that we like to trigger in the internal tissue. So the soft tissue that might be in someone's knee, if they have osteoarthritis and want to reduce the inflammation and pain, you have to have something like the infrared to be able to penetrate through, and particularly the infrared lasers, because the lasers actually provide collimated light that benefit the penetration of that infrared. So our models are essentially built around red dosing at the more superficial levels and infrared dosing at the internal levels. Okay. So it is only the infrared and the red light in it. That's correct. So we have infrared as our infrared. We actually got, we were happily lucky with this. We, we'd started testing with lasers of a number of different kinds and the infrared is lasers. We're using lasers called vertical cavity surface emission lasers, which are next gen lasers that were actually developed for doing facial recognition and LIDAR. And because those two industries have enough volume behind them, the price for these infrared lasers fell off enough that we could drop, I think that impacted about 40% of our bill of materials for the device as we were designing it. And it's, it's helped us make something that's actually you know affordable enough to be able to be used in someone's home versus having to go to the clinic for a professional device. Ah, uh, okay. So I understand. So it is red light therapy, but it's the way that you're using it in the laser form, which is the unique part versus just maybe like a red light therapy panel that you hang from your door. That's right. So with, with panels, the big thing that we do is we also, these are modules that sit on your skin. And because of that, we know how, they, how the light distributes through the tissue. One of the problems with panels, and it's, we don't really like to knock anybody's, anybody else's product, but one of the, particularly because it's done, panels have done a good job of getting red light therapy out in front of a larger audience. But one of the downsides for these panels is if you are two inches forward or two inches back, it makes a really big difference on the dosing. And dosing is really key for getting the optimal outcomes from light therapy in general. And so technically, there's actually been, not just with us here today, but you know, with the medical literature as well, there's been a number of different kind of back and forth in the literature about what's the correct term for light therapy. And what we've seen so far is just because if you're searching as a researcher, you want to be able to find everything under one umbrella. And the umbrella term for including lasers and LEDs as emitters is photobiomodulation. The, what, you, what you'd see, so we use both LEDs and lasers in ours. So we have photobiomodulation. We qualify for, <laughs> in a very confusing way. We qualify for photobiomodulation, low-level laser therapy, cold laser therapy, there's about six or seven different terms that are, that all are available in the literature that apply to our devices. Okay. That makes sense because I have a few different red light therapy devices and I never see people using the word laser. And so I, when I saw that, I was like, okay, how is this different? How does this make sense? But that the way that you just explained that makes total sense. So 
Yeah, I, I get that. And of course, because it's a new modality, I guess that's more of a consumable like technology that the average person can buy now. Like, of course, we need to find language that everybody can understand. So that definitely makes sense as well. In terms of dosage, it's interesting that you bring it up. So how do you or how does your company ensure that the when someone's using your device, they're getting an optimal and consistent dosage every time that they use it? So we, we've done a couple of things to help benefit this. One of them is the model that we've built essentially is a working model. And it started from what we see other companies using, which is essentially a spreadsheet that says there's a couple of metrics that have been used widely for the space, like irradiance and power density. And those are both optical power emission measurements. But when we came to look at this as a physiology side of the house, you know, so our kind of medical and physiology teams really wanted to know more about how the light was interacting with the body versus just, okay, we're emitting this much on this area and assuming that this is going to be in the right range. And what we can actually do is really model. So we have these, we went from these spreadsheets to a Python model to, to increasingly complex mathematical models for how light distributes through tissue. And we've used a couple of tools for how to optimize that relative to reality to make sure that we're not just creating math models in a vacuum. And so we use those to dial it in. And I think that's the difference between the level of, of research. We've got tens of thousands of hours now in this, in this dosing model. And that's essentially because it is the core for any technology that's delivering light therapy. It is the core for core technology for how you drive outcomes. And if you don't have that right, if you're just kind of doing a little bit more hand wavy or, oh, this is how many milliwatts per centimeter squared we're putting out or we're delivering at the skin level, you don't really know what you're getting from a, an optimization standpoint. No, that, that makes sense as well. I get that. Yeah. Cause I always was just thinking about that every time I use it, I'm like, I'm just assuming that this is the same thing time and time again. And obviously you trust the brand and that they've done the testing and done all the work, like you just said. So I, yeah, I appreciate you explaining that. So for people listening who are maybe interested in this, like who is this product ideally for? Like you kind of mentioned, maybe you might have some pain, maybe you have some inflammation, some joint issues. Is that kind of like it or can it expand further than that? So actually we've got a couple of different core target audiences and it's, they're very different, which is funny, but I'll give you the main three audiences that have engaged with us effectively. One is 20 to 30 year old, high performance, somewhere in the range of professional or elite athletes who want to recover faster and have tweaks to their body, lower, lower back, knees, shoulders, etc. We work with a lot of athletes who are in heavy kind of repetitive injury focused sports like Ironman, marathons, CrossFit, things where you're training really, you know, hours and hours a day. And this really helps people kind of work through those kind of dings that they have, strains and sprains, joint issues, and also just recovery. One of the, one of the nice things for professional athletes is when you are training heavily, you increase muscle inflammatory markers. And there are some of these that actually increase a increase how your strength grows, but some of them don't. And one of the nice things about photobiomodulation is, and as an example for how I would use it in that same space, if I go train legs super heavy today, and I know that my legs are going to be sore tomorrow, I can use this within 15 minutes of finishing my training and have a reduced 
delayed onset muscle soreness, and then measurably reduced. There's two key markers that we see that don't impact the growth or strength improvements, but do reduce the kind of increase the amount of time that it would take you to get back into training. And those are C-reactive proteins and creatinine kinase. And those are, those are mu- muscle inflammatory markers, just showing how much muscle damage you have. And if you can use this within, use these devices, again, with professional athletes, they see a huge, like being able to train again within one day versus within three days make a massive difference for them. And so we've seen some really, really good uptake and adoption from the, that competitive younger athletes area. And then our second kind of cohort is people like me with you know gray hair and, and our graying hair and who've played sports kind of you know my whole life. And I, I'd like to be able to extend out the amount of time that I have left playing sports. And so I can kind of push that horizon out by 10 years if I take care of my body better now and, and rehab my knees and rehab my lower back and these type of things. And so we kind of referring to ourselves a bit in this as well, Tom and I as, as founders kind of sit in that weekend warrior category as well. And then our last kind of audience group that, that is really, I think, the biggest and has the most opportunity for improving using the red light therapy, but that we've had the hardest time interacting with on social media is the 55 and over cohort. So the adult onset for osteoarthritis has dropped dramatically over the age of adult onset for osteoarthritis has dropped dramatically over the last 20 years. 20 years ago, it was 67. Right now, it is 52. And that's kind of reflective of the lack of exercise, diet, just increased inflammation throughout the system. And we'd love to be able to interact with this kind of cohort more. The only way we've actually found successful working with them to date is we have a number of physios, medical professionals, orthopedic surgeons, et cetera, who have have called us and just said, hey, look, we I'd love to be able to distribute your products in my clinic. So we're doing some testing with that. And when this older cohort comes into the clinics that they actually, they feel like there's something else behind it versus kind of when they see it on any kind of ads, they're extremely skeptical. And I, I think they get, it's reasonably, they get targeted by a lot of medical products in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Like they're just not even on social media as much. Like I think about my parents and their understanding of social media <laughs> is, is definitely limited. Yeah. I can also see them being like skeptical of being like, oh, use this light therapy to help with pain. They'd be like, yes. what does that even mean? What do you mean light therapy? Like, you know what I mean? Like it like that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just sounds so woo woo to somebody who is like not in any of these spaces. So I, I really understand that. I think when we first started talking a while ago, I was telling you that I use a lot of red light therapy on my ovaries and one, and I actually use your device for this because you can, I can put it right on my skin. The size of it is very easy for me to use on that part of my body. And it really does help with pain and inflammation. So since we talked about that, like, you know, maybe that was four or five months ago, have you heard of any other women doing anything like this or seen any research about like how red light therapy can help the mitochondria maybe inside of the ovaries? Absolutely. So there, there are a number of things we've dug in since then. Actually, I want to say three or four women on our team have started using this regularly. So Great. a couple of things that, that we actually have heard amazing stories about is not just ovaries, but also things like endometriosis and endometritis, where there could be inflammation in the area. And again, we deal with that kind of pro-inflammatory or kind of harmful inflammation very, very effectively. And so, yeah, we just, there was a, a recent story from a guy who started off as our, our chief science officer and his wife had endometriosis and she was kind of dealing with this on a 
not non-regular, but enough to be really uncomfortable and, and having to take days off of work. And the pills, the pharmaceuticals didn't help. And his idea was, hey, let's let's try this and see what we can do, thinking that maybe out of eight of 10, it can go down to a two of 10 from a pain standpoint, because it, it was inflammation-based. And she actually, within 30 minutes, was down to zero. And so there's wow. these, yeah, it's crazy. We are still so early into this from a kind of commercialization of this type of product and of this type of technology that I don't think we've seen the number of applications really comprehensively approached. And so it's a great question. And I, I think, you know, we've really been kind of pushing this out a little bit more over the last from based on the experiences that we've been hearing about into further testing with, with users. So they can also see the benefits of that as well. Yeah. I love that. I, like I said, like, I think it's great for a lot of things you talked about, like joints and pain and inflammation, that type of thing. But I really like and I'm very interested in looking beyond that typical like athlete or aging person and using this in a medical way or a medicinal way that can just help people and especially women. And yeah, endometriosis, like that's a fantastic one because obviously that is inflammation there. So if someone's listening to this and maybe it's a woman and she has endometriosis or cysts or fibroids and they she buys your device, what would you recommend in terms of how often she should use it and for how long? What we've seen so far relative to these type of inflammation and kind of aggra aggravation of the tissue, irritation of the tissue type pathologies is roughly 10 to 15 minutes a day regularly, as regularly as possible. And so one of the things that really helps with that, and you know, everybody slips some, I, I've got the device at my house. I, I have long standing back issues. I've torn muscles in my back a couple of times and I should be using it daily. I still miss days, but what I try to do with this and what we advise for our users is to stack habits. So find something, it doesn't have to be the super healthy habit. You know, I, I try to do it with my meditation in the morning, which is a, another good healthy habit that I'm going to do daily. But if I miss that, I'll also typically watch a Netflix show in the evening. And so if I've missed it in the morning, it, you know, it doesn't have to be the healthiest. It just has to be a repeatable habit that you have already in place. And so if you're watching, if you're watching a TV show every evening, or if you're driving to work any, you know, every day, you could put this on as you're doing that and kind of get the added benefit for that time that you're already spending. Yeah, I love that. So my device sits right by my desk and I literally will use it while I'm working because again, like the location for me, I can sit, I can use it. I also work from home. So it's not a big deal if I have like red lights on my abdomen while I'm like typing at my computer. So that's how I kind of remember to use it is I just have it in front of me so I can get that like daily dosage kind of like you're talking about. But I think the idea of using it at night, like while you're watching Netflix or maybe while you're reading and winding down for the night, I think that makes a lot of sense too, because like your product is so portable, right? And it doesn't need to be plugged in when you use it. And that is amazing because it's pretty hands-free. So I think that's why a lot of people like it is because it's just so much easier to use than these panels that you have to kind of like stand in front of. Yeah, we've, we've had, uh, thank you for that. I, I, you know, that really validates our kind of design choices as a design team. And our goals with that was really to make the friction points as low as possible. And it's it's been great to hear this from a couple of different areas. One is, again, you've got folks who are professional athletes and, you know, uh, as an example, we just heard from a, a strength and conditioning coach from one of the NFL teams that he's got it on his defensive players now. 
couldn't get them into. They had a great bed. There's a company called Novathor Thor that that makes really good clinical level devices, but it's probably $150,000 light therapy bed, and he couldn't get his guys in there. But now because they can use it on the airplanes, traveling between games and training and all of this, it's something that everybody's using. And so it's just one of those things where if we can continue to kind of chip away at these friction points, we're hoping you know with our subsequent products also to to kind of keep moving in that direction, keep making it easier and easier and more convenient. And in that vein, I love hearing that you have it in your workspace and you know working working with on your stomach. So one one of the benefits of light therapy that's less known and that we're actually going and this device will work for, but it's not completely optimized for, that we're going to be launching a product for in the next two months is gut biome. The the uh the lasers, so that what we're going to be using is different versions of lasers and different wavelengths, but essentially dosing internally into your gut, yeah, it requires more of the, we're going to be removing the red because that's more at the surface and then focusing more on the multiple wavelengths of infrared and then modulating those to the kind of perfect recipe for triggering a number of different things in your gut, increased dopamine, a better vagal tone, so kind of less fight or flight and more recovery. And it's amazing. There's almost nothing that your gut doesn't connect to from a life, a quality of life standpoint. So the gut and brain being able to treat with this is is something that we're super excited about. But yeah, it's great to hear that you're already starting down that path. That's really cool. Yeah. I would have never thought to use red light therapy on my gut, like in terms of helping with gut health. Like that's just not something that I've ever heard of even. So I, I think that's really fascinating and really exciting. Do you have any like unique specific cases or examples where people have used your Move Plus Pro and had just remarkable results that are really interesting and cool that you'd like to share? Absolutely. Great question. The endometriosis was a really kind of eye-opening one because it's it wasn't over a couple of weeks. It was immediate and it was kind of an eight out of 10 in the pain scale and, and severe discomfort and not being able to really function. And within 30 minutes, going down to zero is just just kind of wild and almost unheard of in, in any kind of treatment modality. But yeah, things like that, things like knees, it's again, our mission as a company is to improve the quality of life for the largest number of people we can in the most measurable way we can. And the stories we've gotten back about, particularly, and this is one of the reasons why it's been a little bit frustrating to not be able to engage the older cohorts as, as effectively as we can, because when they get the device in and they can use it for their osteoarthritis, as an example, you get these amazing stories. And, you know, almost daily is something like my wife hasn't been able to get around more than, you know, hundred, 200 steps for 10 years now. And I, you know, I have tears in my eyes because I'm watching her walk around the grocery store without hindrance or walk up the stairs without hindrance from pain. This is amazing. So these are the kind of things where we, we, you know, this is what we come to work for every day is really being able to help people get back into the movement and get back into their lives and, and kind of feel empowered to take ownership of that recovery process for their joints. And that I think that's one of the ones where for me, it's been, it's just exciting being at work every day because of those stories. I love that. I love that. So everyone listening who has aging parents buy one of these devices for them because then they can try it out even if they're not the people who are actually listening to this podcast episode. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I, I think there's just so many cool cases for it. So I know you are starting a equity crowdfunding campaign very soon. Can you tell us about that and how can we support you? Absolutely. And thank you for bringing it up. It's it's super exciting for us. It's, it's such a new thing. I've been building businesses, startups for the last 
20 years and it's, you know, it used to be that, that you were kind of limited to these ad hoc, how are you going to find high net worth individuals to be angels for us in this business? And I think one of the things that we were super excited about with this business is we've been really focused on building a community around our products and around really our team and our team interactions with them have just been amazing. And again, that's, that's where we see those stories coming in and can have daily, weekly phone calls, texts, and emails with our community about their experiences. And, and you know, one, one, I think kind of, and this is a bit of a side note, but one of the unusual steps that we took, because this was for Tom and myself, my, my founding partner, Tom, this was our first direct consumer business, but we took the step of putting our Calendly's up and offering to anybody in our community the ability to contact us if they've had a great experience or if they're having something where they're not finding the results that they're looking for, because that's really something we should have fed back in as a feedback loop with our product team. So how are we fixing this? Or if it's a problem from a product design standpoint, or if it's a problem with with the education side of it, you know, how are we teaching them how to use these things more effectively? And so we've really had a, it's built a, a lot of relationships with our community. And so we felt like instead of trying to go with the, the VC companies that have been, the venture capital companies that have been approaching us or the private equity companies that have been approaching us, we felt that it was, it was better to take this back to our community who have been so supportive and have been so amazing in helping us guide the kind of user experience that we want them to have or that they want to have out of this and build it into the product. So we looked into crowdfunding, which essentially has just been there really for the past five to 10 years, but it, there are platforms that can help you sell shares in your company. And we've chosen one of the two largest ones. The two largest ones are WeFunder and Start Engine, and we have selected Start Engine because they supported a little bit more from the from the regulatory standpoint, from getting it up and going. And we felt like this is our core business is trying to move the quality of life needle for our users, not raising money. So these guys can help us do it, and this is the right path to go. They're extremely professional about it. They've helped us do an entire out of the books, set our evaluations, and, and they'll take it out to a larger audience. But I think the key for us is really so far. I think the most flag-waving kind of followers we have or users we have are going to be the anchor for for our company as an investment. And that's going to allow us to be a community-owned business, which is really the goal and, and much more in line with our core ethos and values than it is trying to build a, a billion-dollar company overnight, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I love that. And I'm so happy that you're doing this because it gives everybody, including myself, a chance to support you directly and watch your business grow in the biohacking and health and wellness space. And yeah, I love your product. I honestly, I use it whether you come on my podcast or don't. (laughs) It doesn't matter because like your friend who had the pain with endometriosis, like I get cysts on my ovaries and it helps with the pain right away. And there's nothing else that like really does that in that way. And again, it's also just like the functionality of it, of like, I can put this on my body. It's not a big panel. This is light and easy. It doesn't hurt me. Like, it's just, it's just easy. So you've taken red light therapy and you've made it very easy for the average person to use at home. And so I think that's fantastic. If people want to get involved and if they want to support you on your crowdfunding campaign, how can they do that? So we have a page up on, uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to pull it up here just to confirm for you, but we have a page up on our website now, which is an invest page. And I'll, I'll get you the, the full URL for it after, so people can click on it without typing it in. But it's, it's just to t- say it out loud here, it's kenyan.io forward slash pages forward slash invest. 
And so you can see, yeah, that's a good place to sign up and get additional additional details on the raise. And yeah, it's like you said, it's a very exciting one. I really appreciate you sharing your stories about it because that's, that's another one where we hadn't really tracked that as a kind of pain reduction for cysts. And I was just taking a note of this because I'd love to send it out to our team as well and, and see if that's something else where we can kind of get people testing this because it's one of those things we're so early to market with the product that's really so beneficial for the body and really kind of offers alternatives to pharmaceuticals in so many different areas that it's it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You really should look at how it can really like just support the womb in general, like even girls or like women on their periods and they're cramping, like again, like instead of taking Advil and dealing with the repercussions of that long-term, can we use something like red light therapy that is going to directly help with the pain on that location. Yeah, I'm very interested to see the implications. So that's amazing. I will put this in the show notes and then I will link to your socials as well. I also have a discount code, which is Biohacking Brittany in all capitals. If people are interested in buying the product directly, which I think they should, because again, I use mine all the time and I, it's one of the, actually, I think it's the only red light therapy device I'm currently using. Yeah, it is. So I love it and I recommend it for everybody. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast episode. This was great. And yeah, thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great to talk to you again. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.